0: We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So I know this is going to be, I say it all the time. I know you get tired of it, but... I don't think I really disappoint, man. I'm really picking, like, really, really good people to talk with. And today, we are speaking with Nicole Chenault. Here's why I want to talk to her. She is the founder and headmaker of F-bombs and booze. I could just put the period right there. And let's just have her, like, I'm sorry, what? Whatever it is, we want some of that. It's a drinkware brand that has the best use of profanity and snarkiness. And sometimes you need that to like, when you have a total douchebaggery moment, you need to be like, hey, why don't you drink from this cup, dickhead? Anyway, I'm just guessing. But in case she hasn't thought of that idea, I've got plenty. (laughs) We are talking to her on the West Coast. So I want to just
1: dive in. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being with us, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. I really, I cast, so it's very exciting to be on with you. Oh, thank you. I love hearing that. All right.
0: Everybody has to get started somewhere. So tell us about you. I'm so curious,
1: anywhere you want to start. I am, like you said, the founder and maker of F-Bombs and Booze. It's a drinkware company where I like to use heavy use of profanity and snarkiness. And I'm also a mom that I'm doing homeschooling with for my six-year-old daughter. She does half homeschooling with us and half a forest co-op school. And then how I got on this journey was I was a store manager for a major grocery retail chain and for seven years or excuse me, I worked for them for 17 years, was a store manager for about four years. And when my daughter was about one, so back in 2017, I was finding myself, you know, really stressed out, not having work-life balance, being really angry and stressed when I came home. And Mm -hmm. it started really big toll on my mental health. And I've never had any mental health issues before, but I was getting depression and anxiety. Um, I have to take the Richmond, San Rafael bridge and to get to the other side to my store. And right when I Mm would hit that, getting nauseous and sick to my stomach Mm -hmm. and ready and going to work. And it got so bad that I was calling my fiance every single day at work, just crying. And he was like, maybe you should go to the doctor and see what they say. So I took a week off of work and I went to the doctor. They sent me to a psychologist Mm -hmm. and the psychologist was like, (laughs) Now, every time you're stressed out or things are coming at you too fast, just open up your imaginary umbrella and let the things fall around you. And in my head, I was thinking, I'm going to hit you with this imaginary umbrella.
0: Like, <laughs> after I maybe punch you in the throat. But anyhow, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like, uh, okay. And then after that, I saw my doctor and he was like, well, it sounds like you need to get a new job. And I was like, oh, okay. Because that's just so easy to you know to do. Mm-hmm. So I went back to work and another week later of same thing, crying all the time. My fiance was, Mm -hmm. you know what? Just put your two weeks notice in, just do Mm -hmm. it, figure it out. And at that time I was the breadwinner. We had a mortgage, we had a kid. And so I quit without a backup plan one day before my 17th anniversary with the company. And my cousin came over a few weeks later and we were gonna brainstorm on what kind of jobs I should go for, mm-hmm. what strengths, weaknesses, and all of that. And at the time I had just bought a cricket maker, which is- ah I want
0: to talk about that. Mine, I, I periodically dust it off. But <laughs> yes, go on, go
1: on. Basically a cutting machine, you can cut vinyl, mm-hmm. you know, cardboard, uh cardstock. Mm-hmm. So I had one and I showed my cousin uh cup that I had made and she was like oh well you could always be a cricket master and so we laughed about oh yeah okay sure and then when she left I got to thinking well maybe I can do something with Mm -hmm. the very first thing I made was for one of my old employees had me make birth announcement shirts for her Disney characters which is a major trademark violation which I didn't know then about how that all worked (laughs) so (laughs) I don't recommend you learn along the way Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah (laughs) and then from there i just started making custom items and a few months later i opened an etsy shop and then the holidays hit and at et- my etsy just started going pretty busy then and then i got to the point where i didn't want to do custom items anymore mm-hmm. and so i stopped doing customs and just started focusing on wine glasses and tumblers and i have this phrase that says best can i custom- You can say it you can you go ahead Best fucking cousin, and that took off like wildfire. Then I started doing it for different names, aunt, mom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Once I started that going, I decided, okay, well, my focus is going to be drinkware, and so um, I started working on that. And then I decided last year to rebrand because I started with the first name was inspired by BB because my daughter's nickname is BB, and. It inspired me not to go back to the real world to figure out how to make this new work life, you know, this balance work, be present with her. So last year I rebranded to F-bombs and booze and I started selling wholesale last year. And now my products are in over a hundred shops and boutiques internationally. And I have my website and I sell on Amazon and have just grown a whole lot.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) again... Did not disappoint. Well, so much to unpack, but I love that you knew, let's go back to you not feeling well every time you approached that bridge. You took your role in the family seriously, and it's not for the faint of heart. And you're like, how can we? Because we can't. Because, 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 because you've got yourself a good partner there who okay, let's, let's explore a little. And after a while, it's like, I'd rather just have you.
1: Yeah. He was like, he said, we just talked about this a few months ago. And he said, the writing was on the wall. If we kept continuing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was going to leave you or you were going to leave me. I yep. would be miserable because you were so unhappy at home. Like i mm-hmm. we'll ask him all the time, how'd you let her just walk away from a, you know, six figure career with no plan. And he's like, I, I, we, I had to, we had to do that to save our family and to save her. You know, mental health.
0: Oh. Right. But again, it had to get cut away to give you first the space and the time. Yeah. Now, I'll say prior to the great resignation and the rebirth of people once they realized what they were trading off. But prior to that, you always had to have a plan, a backup plan, and certainly never leave the job without another one lined up and when you go from one to another it's almost like and not that I'm any expert because I've been married for a thousand years but jumping from one relationship to another and never leaving any space in any time people don't want to sit with themselves
1: yeah it's hard work it's <laughs>
0: hard work and we're going to get into that cricket and maybe you'll you'll free me from my cricket fear but It's also when it all becomes clear.
1: Yes. And I think in the grand scheme of things, this is the way it was supposed to play out because in my whole duration with this company, so I started out, was hired on my 16th birthday, on and off almost throughout the whole time, I didn't want to be there. And I would interview, Mm. get the job, but I was too scared to leave because this is what I already knew. And I just kept climbing my way up within the company that I think it was finally like, I got transferred to the store to help fix it. And I think that was just like the kick, like, okay, you're not going to do this on your own. We're going to make you finally take that. Mm -hmm.
0: Like the tap on the shoulder wasn't enough. The flick of the hair wasn't enough. Let's really make her life a living hell. (laughs) So here you go. You like it that much. You've hated it for 17 years. Well, let's see. So. The Cricut. Let's just let's just go there. I need, I need to empty my mind of the cricket. I bought the Cricut probably two years ago and again, opened it to test it out. But I also knew with the design program because I'm a sewer, so I have an embroidery machine and I do monogramming and all of that. And the setup of the design takes the longest yeah. You know, oh, can you monogram this? Sure. You know, an hour later when I finally have the size and the thread and the this and the that. And then great. I push the button. I walk away. The machine does all the work. It's wonderful. But it's the time that's involved in it. So I knew that it was the time. And then as a creative, there's so much you want to do. What the hell do I do first? Yeah.
1: Once okay. you get it going, the right. whole world opens up.
0: Correct. <laughs> I didn't get to that door yet only cuz I still do work and I know the time and I I want my time for other things for now yes but Am I like down the TikTok rabbit hole? And I'm so happy for all of these small businesses and they're just doing their thing. And all the sewers, I'm like, where were these people? I felt like I was alone on it. Like people would be like, oh my God, you sew. I'm like, yeah, I do. And now it's like, I can scroll for hours and never run out of people who sew or are creating
1: love this time definitely time to, if you want to dive into creative, you know, like a side hustle or anything, it's a good time to start. And there's so many resources. It's just basically overwhelming because you have your podcast that you can listen to that will teach you those same things.
0: Right. The visual anywhere, the, you know, the quick TikTok and then go to, and, and and then it's, wow, it has it been three hours already? I don't know. It's yeah. Your screen time usage is up a little this week, Stephanie. So when you decide, and actually, again, you have a good circle and a good tribe around you who say, who recognize your talent, that we never look that close at ourselves. And why don't we give ourselves that credit? Why don't we?
1: I don't know why we don't. I still really don't give myself that much credit. And I'm... And describe yourself again. I own this business. I'm shipping wholesale.
0: I'm in international stores. It's not too shabby, my friend. And I would be shouting from the rooftop and probably take a billboard digital ad saying all those things about myself. But, yeah, it's good to be good.
1: Yeah. You know, I really embrace the just doing things, even just scared. I do a lot of stuff scared because i am also scared of going back to what i where i was before and the Mm -hmm. fear having to go back to that me walking into the other fear of moving forward in with my business right
0: you already know that you're not going back there that door is long closed and you know oh what do i have to i have to speak in front of a thousand people and give a live demonstration okay okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay I'll show them how to do it no problem (laughs) you got it I also heard you say when you first had named the company again as a tribute to your daughter and when you now have that time so homeschooling I was going to give you definitely the gold medal there but it's just also the time you have with them
1: yes and you know Doing this has opened so many different things that I would have never imagined as well. Like with my daughter, she's six, so homeschooling right now is pretty easy. Mm -hmm. But the other day when we were driving to her little forest school that she goes to, she was saying, Mom, we should start a band because I'm a great singer. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, you are, honey. (laughs) And you know what? No, no, no. Actually, I'm going to start my own company and have a band with it. Mm -hmm. Now, I was a kid growing up. I wanted to be a donut lady. So I I kind of did that being a manager of a grocery store, but I was like to see her have those ideas already. Because she sees it's possible. Yes.
0: In a very close example, not that it's a friend of yours. Well, this is what my mother, like, doesn't everybody do this because this is what she knows. Yeah. So I love the, honestly, the profanity. I love it. Well. I know that's not for everybody. I get it. But at the same time, when you're looking for the snark, Mm. you're searching. You have a search bar for that. It's not as though you probably are, you know, a top seller in tumblers. Do you come up in the first 10 searches where they wanted, you know, a communion cup and there's the you know, <laughs> but best fucking godmother, you know, just
1: whatever. Actually, I think I need to add that one.
0: I don't have that one in there. you, Well, you need to add. Yeah, I want to hear. Well, I want to hear some of them. Tell me what's in the line, because maybe we can add to it. I, I'm all so over
1: this. I have the best fucking almost all of the names. I need godmother. Mm-hmm. and So I have one with like a crystal ball and it says I can see clearly that you're full of shit.
0: Then <laughs> there's. <laughs> go on i'm um, gonna love this
1: fresh out of fucks and it's like a floral design mm-hmm. another one that does well is do all things with kindness you fucker <laughs> uh, so, yeah. there's all you know it's nice inspirational with twist or snarky things like i need some time to drink about it
0: <laughs> Love it all. Actually, so I don't know where you would put this on, but all out of fucks, definitely always a classic. But then uh, usually when I'm um, uh planning a, a party or an event and I have a thousand ideas and then you know it's crunch time and I'll be like, oh, and people are like, okay, so what do you want to do? I'm like, fuck it bucket. It's in the fuck it bucket, my friend. Don't care anymore. It did not make the cut, put it in the fuck it bucket and we move on
1: that should be your first project when you have time to do the cricket okay gotcha okay I like it I like
0: it challenge on um I definitely want to I mean my mind has just been running and running so you start and and Etsy is a good platform and do you do a Shopify do you do the other platforms as well
1: Yes, some i started with etsy and i'm on shopify and i sell a few items on amazon i'm slowly starting to add more listings onto there Mm -hmm. i've done jane i don't know if you've heard about jane.com it's kind of like a flash sale site so they do deals so oh fun i also have an affiliate program so that i Mm -hmm. can get affiliates help us and then i'm on a few wholesale platforms as well fair fair Uh
0: uh-huh So you're going to have some homework when we're done because you've got to give me that whole list of where they're going to find you at. I mean, I'll have you recite again at the end of the episode, but for the show notes, absolutely just every listing because clearly there'll be a few. So do you run into like, does do any of the platforms have either a censorship or a profanity or are they more about the trademark and you can't have, you know, like, Minnie Mouse saying, no fucks, yeah. you know, all my fucks are gone or something. <laughs> awesome. It would be, it would be cute. I'm telling you the comments we're going to get, I already start seeing some of them, but I'll share all of them with you. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: Thank you. So basically we're starting to notice on some stuff that the profanity, I think, does get censored more so on social media than on those. Mm. Yes. I- yes. Okay. I do I just embrace all of it. I'm just Mm going to how I am. And if it gets censored a bit, it gets censored a bit. People will find me, you know, other Mm -hmm. ways. But for profanity, they're on all of the sites. No, they're more concerned about trademark and their profanity sells. Like people do love cuss words and it runs the gamut. So I thought my target market was women who are in like between 25 and maybe Mm -hmm. 40. I do in-person events, pop-ups, and I have seventy-year-olds buying my stuff. So it runs mm-hmm. Yeah, it never gets old. No, and so. It doesn't get old.
0: They're just like yeah.
1: making sales, and we can make but You know, they get a commission too. So it does. It's not censored.
0: <laughs> so, are you still shipping out of your house? Do you have a rented space? What you're just still all creating a true home base. A tr-
1: Yeah, it's still straight out of my garage and I still have a long way to go where I I have room to grow before I can. So Mm -hmm. I have a good system. We're fully functioning. I'm trying to keep that overhead down for a while because I have this big dream of purchasing this abandoned shopping center in our town.
0: Mm. Oh, for real, like there's an actual building that you've got yeah. your eye on.
1: Yeah, it was a Christian high school was there. And during COVID, they moved out and it's been empty since there. And it has wow. maybe like four or five storefronts. So I, w- I want to be able to do the whole thing and make it like a community center, like center of the town thing. because we don't really right. have like that here. So low cost now so that I can hopefully get there a little bit quicker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, And you know what? You have said it out loud. So you put your order in. I'll be very curious to see how it does turn out. Yes, me too. And people. when, yes.
1: And two people. So now whoever listens will know my Well, little secret. The
0: secret's out because yeah. now you should now work on the design and stuff because it's out there. Yes, It's not up to you for the how. You're going to do the whole Wayne Dwyer, you know, act as if we all learn it. We all know it. So work on that design and how you're going to be breaking it up and what your color scheme is going to be and all of that.
1: I I take like a little bit of a long way around to go home and I try Mm. to visualize like what that's going to look like or what I'm going to do with that building over there. I Um. love that. (laughs)
0: Love. Now, do you show at any, have you gone to like trade shows? Cause that's a little bit of an investment because how are you getting, wholesale accounts are you just grinding it and reaching out
1: well i have not done trade shows yet i hopefully will start doing some next year but that is, yeah is a big mm-hmm. up front
0: it's a big uh, commitment too when you they, get that order be careful what you wish for
1: yeah like <laughs> bring all this stuff to you know atlanta yeah. for, it just all seems so overwhelming but that's in the mm-hmm. future mm-hmm. So, Now I really utilize our Tundra and fair. And then I'm also in a Facebook group. That is a Facebook group called instant boss. And it's a group for boutique owners and wholesalers. Mm. So that group it's free for anyone to join, but if you want to advertise in there, then you pay a yearly fee and you can post once a day. That's what took my wholesale off when I first
0: started. Really?
1: Within three weeks, my fee was paid for just from Mm -hmm. that. Those orders coming through, it helps you rank higher in the algorithm of those wholesale sites. Then in turn, you get the organic traffic from that.
0: Yeah. So did you ever think you'd be like following the algorithm and figuring out like, okay, this post made it, this one didn't. What word do we use? Just let the picture sell. Like it's as opposed to what your other job was. What was that other job for seven? You know, what the hell did you do?
1: (laughs) I did have, you know, learn a lot of skills because I ran stores that did million dollars a week. Mm -hmm. So I was able to transfer some of those skill sets over. But then other things were like, I don't know. I don't know how to set a listing up. I don't know anything about SEO. Like what? And do you still
0: do everything yourself? Do you ever outsource anything and maybe like hire a freelancer on Fiverr or something like that to like a virtual assistant or something that someone that's, that's their gig. That's what they do.
1: Yeah. I do. i um, a Pinterest manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does all of my Pinterest for me and mm-hmm. a friend who, when I first started, she would come at three in the morning when it was Christmas time and help me make stuff for free. At oh, the, wow. And I worked with her in the retail world, mm-hmm. Now my bookkeeper and she maintains my website for me. And she does any other little odds and ends that I need as well. And in terms of making, so I'm not using the Cricut for everything now. I've Mm -hmm. seen the process where I'm just heat pressing the design. So it's really fast. And so I can do that myself unless it just, I get slams, then I can have her come in and she'll help me with that.
0: So you can actually use the heat press on glasses, on mugs,
1: on some glasses, yes. So I have glass, these really trendy, they're called beer can glasses. Out.
0: Yes, I see them all the
1: time. Yeah. So, but wine glasses, I I do only vinyl right now. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more time consuming. And I do not sell anything vinyl wholesale. It's just the other things that I pressed because it's just faster. I trust that with there's more people handling the items. So I'd rather not take the risk of anything happening with mm-hmm. vinyl. There are plenty of people who wholesale vinyl products using a Cricut and have Mm -hmm. no issues But that's just something that I didn't want to save on time as well.
0: So are you creating every day? Do you say, this is my line and here's what you can choose from? And then when the order comes in, you'll be like, okay, there's 10 of them, there's 15 of these, and then you make based off of that or do you always have a little inventory on
1: hand so so it is made to order I don't have every single design that I offer listed mm-hmm. and I don't make all of the designs myself I do support other graphic designers mm-hmm. and I their designs so I don't launch new designs too often just because they already have over a hundred to choose from on the wholesale side wow and they can just order one of each. So if they want mm-hmm. one. So you don't have any minimums or anything. I know a lot of people that order from those sites are also small businesses. And I don't want mm-hmm. them in a corner where they're stuck with five of something that they thought was going to sell. And it didn't. So I yeah,
0: like crickets. I think that's the one thing that I'm, I've am i really been enjoying just watching. And again, right now I'm stalking, but before this year is out, I'm jumping, is the support of the other small business. And, you know, who makes the stickers? Who will put the print of your logo on the packing tape and the packaging? And like, oh, I just got this from, you know, this small. I think that's fantastic. It's
1: such a great community. Yes, and it has accelerated. And that is like one of the good things about COVID. I had May of COVID was one of my, almost like um, a Christmas time. It was mm-hmm. so people were at home ordering and people were focused on supporting the small businesses because they knew that they were the ones having a affected. hard time surviving. They yeah. were the ones affected. And now with the great resignation, I think plays also into people supporting small businesses. Yeah. It's
0: something I've never seen before. I've always worked, as I say, worked for the man a thousand years, but I've also always. Had a side business for years. I've either done my window treatments, which I still continue to do. A girlfriend of mine and I, we had a a craft business where we would do the craft fairs. You know your versions of the pop-ups. Now we were on the circuit. We did holiday time. We went Christmas, and we made everything. We and we were ahead of our time on so many products. Like back in, let's see, my son was small. He's going to be twenty-six. So. Probably at least 24 years ago, we made the layered cookie mixes in a mason jar, the, all the dry ingredients, and all you had to do was add the wet stuff. 20-something years ago, before they started selling them in a store, before that, like I had I had found, I'm telling you, we everything that we did, we were just ahead of our time. We had a great time. We did it for years. A lot of work. And we would do our own packaging and our own labels and our own and our, the things we used to do. And now I look at everything. I'm like, how easy is this?
1: It's definitely easier. so easy.
0: It's so, so easy. So, you have the cricket, which most people who, if you're in any of a creative, and it don't have to be in that genre, but still you're aware of what the cricket vinyl cutter shirts are on glassware. And then heat press comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. Like the last year, you start hearing about. I mean, the only people that really had the heat press were maybe like the small print shops or the silk screeners that would do like the school uniforms or something. And now everyone can have a heat press.
1: And they're not as expensive. I bought mine six years ago and it was I paid over a thousand dollars for it. And I can get one for under 200, I think. Mm -hmm. And is the one you bought still working?
0: Yes. Okay, so you get some longevity out of it.
1: Yeah, I bought it from it's a U.S company and mm-hmm. good warranty and customer service. So I just said, I'm just going to do that because we're going in with this business thing here. Mm-hmm. I know really use it, but it did its job to get me to where I am now. So
0: what do you see for the rest of this year? Do you have certain goals. I mean, you've been at this for a little while. So you, you have now some months that you can compare, as you said, May of COVID was like a Christmas season. So you've, you've put some numbers on the board. Yes. And are you, you know, are you trending all the way up or is there sometimes a little, huh? Why, you know, that went down a little. I'm, I'm curious as to why.
1: I have continued to grow year over year, which is great
0: congratulations.
1: This year, I'm currently up 200%. So that's (laughs) if you went on Shark Tank with that kind of
0: percentage, I think you'd have their attention, quite honestly, you know, it's the numbers don't lie.
1: No, they don't. And that's why it's really important if you have a business to have streams. And when people think of streams, they think like it has to be different products. But no, my streams are wholesale and it's on three different wholesale sites. So if one going slow, then I have two other wholesale sites that are still bringing mm-hmm. me And I have my own website. I won't leave Etsy. People have such a love. Yeah. They're, they're, everyone was mad at them for raising some, some of the fees and there was going to be the blackout day or something. And what I see in the future for this year is I'd like to get into a hundred more stores wholesale. And I'd like to, get more of my affiliates going. And Mm. I started recently coaching. And so I started out, was going to do group coaching and ended up doing just one-on-one coaching. And Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. So I think I want to get some more one-on-one to help other people who are doing specifically handmade because handmade is a totally different beast than anything else.
0: Let me ask you a question and I'm going to ask it first and then I'll explain why I'm asking. As a business owner... Are you paying yourself? yes, okay key point so so important and did you start off
1: paying yourself? no of you course couldn't
0: so. right I
1: initially until i I had to and because right. I had a bit of savings from when I left and then I just had to start paying myself and I did at the beginning have to do little things here and there besides just doing my business to help bring a little bit more income in like Um, doing some Instagram Mm -hmm. like that, but then you always have to pay yourself first. Like if you don't, then you're going to bring yourself out and stress yourself out doing that. And then you're right.
0: The reason I ask is one of my previous guests, of course, I'm horrible with names, so I'm not going to remember her name. I'll put it in the show notes. But she had a really interesting story and was a boutique owner and then lost and then uh, went into franchising, then lost everything and then worked it back to where she coaches other boutique owners. And one of her first lessons is you have to pay yourself, even if it's $50 or $100, because just as you said. The shine is gonna wear off. Yes. And the the resentment
1: is gonna, you know, just barrel through that door and be like, what are you doing? So the two things I would suggest is pay yourself first and focus on your mindset because I did almost give up in 2019. I almost I was again for other working other places. I'll just get a part-time job. Mm And then one day I was like, well, if I get a part-time job, I'm taking more time away from growing this business. And so, Correct. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to figure it out. And he was like, I was waiting for you to just like reel it back in. So then I started working on my mindset and I found podcasts. Then I started reading books. Was there
0: one book in particular that really gave you a little shift and kind of lit the light to be like, ah, okay. Now I've got my big girl panties on. Watch out. <laughs>
1: So I really, really like um, Jen Sincero. Oh, you're a badass. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. Especially the badass at making money. I read the book. I have the audio. I just listened to the audio and I think I'm going to make it a habit to listen to the because it's six hours. I think is the audio listened mm-hmm. every month or every other month. There's so many good things in there and she makes you work like she has a workbook. And so you're like, okay, I did those, but that was a year ago. I'm way different than I was a year ago. So let me go back through here again and Mm -hmm. see what changed or, you know, a different perspective. I really, really like her and her books.
0: So perhaps just another thing in the product line, not that you need to add more is a journal with a fun
1: Yeah. I did
0: think of I'm that. Yeah. Yeah. And those are easy. And yeah. I probably have one or two with some snarky things on it, which, you know, I don't write like everything in those, those are just for my either I'm really pissed off and I can't, you know, I have to erase all of the, what I call the douchebaggery out of my head. And can I believe that, you know, that dumbass really did blah, 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 blah. And it just feels so good and appropriate that it's in that book. Like, yeah. you know, for fuckheads only type thing. <laughs> I can really let it fly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. What I also want to know is have you experienced, because you want to expand your supply chain, are your, all of where you're getting your, your, obviously you're getting things in bulk and wholesale, et cetera. You know, the skids of glasses I'm sure are arriving how has supply chain or hopefully it hasn't affected you because every day you can't escape the well supply chain.
1: Yeah. I hear about it, but it doesn't, has not done anything to me this whole time. That's wonderful. Only issue I had was, I want to say a few months into COVID was boxes for a second there, mm. but I also have a whole list Of wholesalers now and cheaper to more expensive. Mm -hmm. And if more expensive, if in a crunch, then I will. Mm -hmm. But I have not had any issues. But I'm in groups with other product based businesses, and it seems like a lot of candle makers have had a hard time. Mm.
0: Interesting.
1: With the wax and getting the jars. I think the glass jars were an issue for a lot of people for a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I'm curious about because I know I'm spoiled with. Prime and shipping charges. Talk to me about that. I know on Etsy, there are times where if I'm looking for something, I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, this is really cute. As a matter of fact, we just had my daughter's baby shower and I ordered these little round tags to go on these Prosecco bottles. And of course, after I find the, the one I like, great. And maybe I ordered it like not even a week before. I needed it. And and the girl, she was amazing. I knew she was shipping from Massachusetts. I'm um, in New York. I'm like, all right, but I'm still gonna pay, you know, I'm gonna still gonna express it because I just have to make sure I get it. Cause then I was flying down to North Carolina. And I left her a little comment. I'm like, can it be done? If if it can't, just let me know. Maybe we ship it to North Carolina. And she's like, Yeah, no, it can be done. Tell me where you want it. And like, literally, like the next morning, she's like, I'm working on your order now. Before the next day, I mean lunchtime. She's like, "Here's your tracking. It's en route." I got it on that Sunday. I was like, "Wow!" And the communication—it's amazing.
1: And you got you have a good a good shop seller because that's the beauty of shopping small. Is you can go in and send messages. I can even get messages on Amazon, but that's on the handmade side. So I'm not sure on Mm -hmm. the, but. I can do the same thing too. And I ha- I did that for someone's wedding. She wanted best fucking officiant. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I think they're great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and cheers and thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that was, <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, is there any way I know? And I was like, yes, yeah, no, no big deal. The next day I had a maiden shipped and she was like, I just got the notification you've already. And I was like, I told you I would make you a priority. Like uh, you're mm-hmm stressful enough i'm not going to add more stress to you like here you right. go and that's why it supports the small businesses because we care about you like yes we, and we yes. will listen if you request something and if we can do it
0: we'll do it okay so we're good let's talk reviews because even before reviews were like as important as they are now Whenever I had really good service, usually over the phone or something, I would either before email, write a letter, Well, really good slash or really sucky. Either way, I always just use the same approach and I would be like, you know what? I'm just wondering, who can I tell about our experience today? Now, if it was someone who was just being like really bitchy and not helping me, obviously yeah. I'm not going to ask them. Then I'm going to look up, you know, like where's corporate, where's the president, because I'm going for it. But usually if someone was like super nice and just went out of their way and I would make sure I write this letter, like, I just want you to know, you've got a really good employee on your hands and, you know, they should be recommended. They should be commended, you know, maybe give them a raise. I was always give them a raise. They probably deserve it. And now you have the power of the review. Yes. Have you ever had a bad review?
1: Oh, yeah. I've had a couple where um <laughs> the first one I was like, huh? She's like, the wine glass is cute, but it's too small. And I was like, it's like a regular ad- <laughs> and it says it arrived too late. And that's the the ones that are hard to, especially on Etsy, which I think they're getting better at clearing mm-hmm. those. Because it's like once it leaves us, we we can't do anything about it. It's in right it got- it hands now to get to yeah. you as it can but reviews can really make you and so yeah and we started this best star seller program and they're starting to tweak it a bit because people were so angry but you had to have five stars and had to be your average so if you had everybody gave you five stars and you had like two four stars because there are people that don't ever yeah absolutely They'll say, great product, love it, four star. And you're like, well, can't you just add that
0: one more? Just one, one more. more. Yeah.
1: Please do the full amount because the way things are ranked on different platforms, like even a four star can can hurt the sellers yeah. when you think that you're you're know, going to help that's
0: them out. A, that's actually a very, very good point. And yeah, I mean, what's the other effort? Another <laughs> click?
1: And it's so sad when the Etsy seller groups will be like, oh my gosh, they loved it, but a four star. And and then my, and I know because we had to do um, review points and things like that in my former life, in my career. Mm -hmm. And no one was ever perfect. No No. one ever got a top anything
0: because you always wanted to leave in that respect, room for improvement. Yeah. New goals to meet. But it's a, yeah, that the review game is just a very different. And I don't know if people, just as you said, if you're giving me four, please give me five because it makes a difference.
1: It does. Absolutely. Or eight. People are like, eight is such a good, and I was like, eight means nothing in my corporate world when we get eights from our customers. That meant mm-hmm. nothing. So it was like, if you just love it, just or you're going to leave, take the time to write a review and do it, just do the full amount. Right. And then just
0: keep gushing about it. Oh, Absolutely. The different products that, or the designs, I should say, you mentioned earlier that you don't launch or do you do seasonal work? Like, are you going to have, you know, like for your Halloween theme, then obviously the Christmas theme, and then do you come up with or work with just bringing in some new designs and rotating some out? Because I see everyone launching. Yes. Things.
1: Yes. Um, Always good to launch things because people like to see new things, especially if you have a good, close following of, Mm -hmm. you know, first, they like to see new things. But so I kind of run things a little different per platform. So, Etsy, I have everything year round. People do Christmas in July or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. I leave it there. On my website, I do it through whatever's coming up next. So, right now, it'll be 4th of July is around the corner. So, we've listed. Mm -hmm. I, and that will stay probably mm-hmm. through, um, Day. Oh, Veterans Day. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. But, but like Halloween's not up on my site, but it's up on Etsy. It's up on my mm-hmm. whole site as well, because when you're wholesale shopping, those stores purchase way, they have far-
0: to, way early. Right. Yeah. And so is it just you, cause you had mentioned that your friend also oversees the website and, Thankfully, you're not a party. You're not the I and team, thank God, because you're also the creator. So you have a nice little team, which you need. And then how often do you update the website or the listings? And is that you doing that or you just being like, all right, we're going to carry this, that and the other and let the webmasters who can get it done in probably take no offense a fraction of the time. <laughs>
1: because <laughs> she has learned all that so I don't have to learn that and she so what is also good is her strengths are my weaknesses Yeah, so yeah loves that kind of stuff and I hate it so yeah. she's happy to do it and we'll do all the research for it and so we need to put up what we need to come down which should be on the front of the website and we do I do a tumblr of the week as well and so how fun to- that out. That
0: sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. So I do a Tumblr of the week and it's marked down pretty cheap and it's just that one for the week. And then after that, a different one. So she has to go in and change those out for me weekly. As she's learning more about SEO, then she goes back in and starts tweaking things. So Mm -hmm. I don't anything, but just say, Hey, can you do this? Or she'll come to me and be like, when do you want to get father's day collection on the front of it? When do you want to do this collection? So that I'm very thankful for because everything's just can be very time-consuming, especially, you know, when you're first doing that in the website. My personal website is less than a year, about a year old. Mm-hmm.
0: It's still in its infancy.
1: Yeah, so she's, that's her. She could do that.
0: <laughs> and then do you find time and prioritize Your time, a little self-care. I heard you say that, you know, yes, you started coaching. Mindset is important to you. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. Yes. So do do you
1: have a day off? So what I normally do is, so my daughter is at her school Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from like 9, from 9.30 to 2.30. So that's my. Mm -hmm. That's your crunch time. Mm -hmm. Get the actual items made. Sometimes, you know, it has overflows. Mm -hmm. But I do prioritize every three times a week. I go with my friends. It's been, it'll has been it be two years in September to my friend's house. And we all work out together. And we've been doing that since September of 2020. And so that's something that I have prioritized. And then with my daughter, if I do have to work when she's home, mm-hmm. I, I started a couple of years ago that works really well with her. I'll set my timer on my phone and I say, OK, I'm going to play with you for 30 minutes when my timer goes off. I have to go work for a little bit and I put
0: mm-hmm.
1: distraction free and all of that. So she mm-hmm. has tension. And then when my timer goes off, I say, okay, now I'm going to go work for 15 or 30 minutes. When it comes mm-hmm. back, I'll play with you. You can come help me or you could do your artwork or you could do whatever you want to do, but I have to do this. She says, okay. And so we've been doing that for a few years. So now she knows and she also knows that when the timer goes off and it's time for me to spend time with her, that she's going to get all of me. So, right? so
0: smart. Yeah. You know what? First of all, kids like knowing a plan. They oh, just I just like- want to know the plan and that it includes them hopefully. So I used to do that with my kids. Again, they're adults now, but still why I think that oh, let's do five stores in one day and then, you know, yes, of course we're going to go to the park, but is it silly bullshit that I thought I had to do? Yeah, it was silly bullshit. Nothing was pressing but I'm like, all right, so we're going to go here. Like we, you know, we got to pick up some groceries. We got to make a return. And then we're going to go to the park, go to the beach, whatever. But after like the second stop, because then they're like, is it time for the beach yet? I'm like, you know what? It is time for the beach. Cause it's a store that we don't have to go to and that's all they wanted. And then after that, I could have finished my day or something. So we all want to feel like we're important and we should be. And then you're doing such a great job, honestly, just recognizing her. Or even if sometimes they just want 10 minutes of your time. You know, when when mine used to come home from school and just when, well, they they would come home first, obviously, then I would get home from work and, you know, okay, what's our immediate thing? You want to start dinner? Like, okay, it's, you know, our second part just begins after our, you know, eight hour day. And I learned early on when they were small, because they're like, oh, you know, mommy, mommy. And at first I would be like, all right, well, let me just get dinner on the stove. And after a while, I'm like, tell me what happened. You know, they would tell me five minutes, not even off they go. And then I'm not pushing them away for 20 minutes. I knew I would have fun with this. And I love your market again. Is it everybody's cup of tea? It's mine, all that matters, and a lot of people that I know. Yes. That's
1: that's the fun part. (laughs) We're not everybody's cup of tea, but we're somebody's cup of vodka. And that will drop the mic on. I love it.
0: We're going to list everything because you've got a lot of presence everywhere. Where's the most place that you hang out? Are you Facebook? Are you Insta? Are you you at the website? mainly
1: or mostly hang out on Instagram, but I am on Facebook Instagram and TikTok. I'm trying to, you know, get my way into TikTok. I'll be
0: watching you and TikTok (laughs) also. I'm telling you it's let's pack an order. Watch me make this for me again, as a creative, it gets my head like spinning. I'm like, um, this is fantastic. I can't believe I'm watching someone else create. It sounds so silly, because I've created for so many years and it's just great. And just love the whole support of the small business and everybody there. And everyone's so generous with let me show you how I do it. These are my
1: suppliers. The days of baking you, are very rare now. People yeah. always people message me on Instagram, like, I know I sell I sell tumblers too, but can you tell me where you get? Yeah, this is where I get it yeah. from. I can't serve everybody in this world. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes back to what abundance
0: really is. And you can fill your bucket from the ocean and there'll still be plenty for everybody else. It would never run out.
1: Exactly.
0: And being of service, definitely helpful. Okay, so Insta, what's
1: your handle on Insta? It's F-bombs and booze.
0: And that's for all of <laughs> F-bombs and booze. Well, we made it easy. And then we're definitely going to list the Etsy store, the wholesale platform, the website, and everything else. And you know what? If she's your cup of vodka, which I think with my listeners, yes, she would be. I challenge everyone to check her out. And if you do purchase, I would love to see a post with one of her cups. That would be a lot of fun. I thank you for your time today. It has been a delight. I am so happy for you. And I can't wait to see you in that building. And just start thinking about, again, the color scheme and how it's going to be, you know, what the entrance is going to look like.
1: Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun.
0: (laughs) It's going to happen.
1: All right, everybody. You're welcome,
0: is all I'm going to say. F-bombs and booze. And yes we'll have the vodka. Always a pleasure. You know it. Comments, website, joyfoundhere.com. And we talked about ratings before it's with everything. So whenever you have that opportunity, we really, really appreciate all of your five star ratings and we want to hear more. I want to hear what you think. If you're going to definitely go to F-bombs and booze, I would love to see post your pictures of it so that we can start further supporting and tagging all of these small businesses that are really making a great difference today. Until the next time, be well.